Hello there and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm your host, Evan, and this week, John, Lewis, Tyler, and myself immediately jumped onto a Zoom call to buzz about and discuss the amazing reveals that Hasbro dropped as part of their, quote, I am your Father's Day Pulse livestream event. Then, Lewis had to pick up his daughter, John had a work call, Tyler had a life, and I stared at my TVC shelf for about an hour until we could pick back up and do it all again for your listening pleasure. Apologies if at any point we sound a bit drained. Wednesday was a long day of following and reporting on these reveals, engaging with the community, and having fun discussing collecting again with our friends and colleagues. Without further ado, here's our convo about Hasbro Pulse's I Am Your Father's Day reveals. Well, here we are again. It's uh, take two of uh, uh, I Am Your Father's Day, Hasbro Pulse live stream. Uh, that kind of saw some really nice cathartic reveals for us vintage collection uh, collectors. So let's just kind of jump right into it. Uh, uh Let's see. Where do we start? Oh, the first thing they brought up was something that wasn't super exciting, but it was a nice update uh, to the news of the Republic Trooper being the winner of the vote from the vault uh, with a couple little tidbits about the card back and uh, the the brand team uh, talking about all the fun accessories that it comes with, uh, which we already know about because it's a 12 year old figure. But hey. <laughs> you know it's dope I, I i'm glad that's coming and i'm glad that they're it's, still glad it's a nine-year-old figure it's not quite as old as that but yeah well yeah, i mean there are a few changes from the initial release it's got the photo real deco which they mentioned last time um, it's got all the same accessories as the previous release the card will be updated to match modern standards and as we've said before we're not sure if that means just the warning signs and the choking hazards and that thing or if they'll take the time to um change it from the expanded universe card since they haven't been using those lately we don't know uh, hopefully we'll find out soon. But it is available at Shop Disney and Hasbro Pulse in the U.S. and the U.K. So sorry, everybody else on the planet um, <laughs> yeah. and in the galaxy. But pre-orders for all of these items went up, um, will go up, depending on when you're listening to this, June June 10th at 1 p.m. Eastern. So hopefully there's some are still available at the time of uh, you're listening to this. And if not, hopefully you got everything you wanted. Yep. And uh, I'm sure with the Republic Trooper, uh, the whole Canada not being mentioned was an oversight. I think I joked about it before that it'll probably just show up at a Canadian Walmart somewhere. So I think uh, they've got enough from in Canada. They don't need any more. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> They're yeah. good. They're I've good. Seen, I think Radis Force's dad, uh, if I forgot his name, right? Radis. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't yeah. say it. It's a, it's a mouthful. <laughs> Joel. Joel on, on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I think he had a whole bunch of them. But anyway, didn't he? He traded them with somebody for for like peanuts so yeah he's oh got God. enough for canada we, they don't need any more in canada because <laughs> canada's eating it good was... they don't need any more cut them off <laughs> all right so then that was the first thing that they kind of kicked off the live stream with uh tvc related and then we did get one reveal before they jumped into black series and that reveal was a repack but hold the groan because it wasn't a bad repack it is a smart repack and it was the echo base trooper Yes, so he was released. This Hoth Rebel Soldier in Echo Base Battle Gear was first released in the Vintage Collection in 2011. Uh, he was extremely hard to get a hold of. I think 
Like Lewis, you said you don't have any. Is that correct? No, I don't have one at all, actually. Yeah, so I'm glad to get one. Yeah, he was released in the wave with Panda Baba and Basila Shan. They were kind of VC 67, 68, 69, I believe, around there, thereabouts. Um, high 60s, low 70s. Uh, and those both received Black Series repacks over the next few years. Um, Bastila Shan was in the single-carded orange line look, and Panda Baba was in the red box at Walmart. So people have gotten another chance at that. Um, I did get one Echo Base uh, Trooper 10 years ago, but I am very excited to get more. There's so many of them in the film, and you know we've had other releases of other Hoth uh, Rebel Troopers, including in the Vintage Collection a couple years ago. So you know we're we're all stocked up on the guys with the backpacks and the scarves around their heads and everything, but we need uh, this guy in the brown vest a lot more of him. So it's exciting to get another chance at that. Yeah, I'm. I just got a uh, carded one from uh, 1.0, and uh, he's he was one of my remaining ones. I'm down to 19 that I'm missing total from TVC 1.0. Um, uh, let's see. I didn't. I didn't pay too too much for it, but still more than I you know. More than anyone would like to admit if they were looking at these prices uh, online. I seem to remember you you bought the Republic Trooper as well just before it I, won the, uh, the fan box. I so did. you've got a bit of a trend going on I was going to say, is there any other TVC 1.0 figures you guys <laughs> yeah. want me to buy? Yeah, what do we need? <laughs> and, uh, if you want to buy we'll a 501st uh, clone trooper, that would be fantastic. <laughs> For sure. Yes. I, I That is one of my missing ones, I think. Uh, so I need to jump on that. But yeah, I don't have any loose ones of this figure, so I'm glad to add that yes. to my collection. Um, and we, we checked earlier... It, Loose ones are going for like 60 bucks and carded ones of the Hoth guy are going for between 100 and 150 ish. This is one of the most requested uh, repacks that we continually see over and over and over again. Please repack the Echo Base soldier. Please repack. Uh, so this is, again, another example of them listening. And uh, I'm very, very happy to see that. I'm sure a lot of people were very happy about that today. Yeah, and it's a decent army so, builder. Great job, Hasbro. It's, you know, army builders, you can't go wrong if they're well made, if they're well articulated. We don't want to see ones that are really out of date. But um, it, it's a it's a good figure. And, you know, as army builders go, you just got to keep keep rolling them out. Keep rolling them out for new collectors. Keep rolling them out for old collectors. And I mean, his, his, his articulation, he doesn't have the rocker ankles. He doesn't have the, he can't do the splits. But I mean, for everything they do in the movie, you can kind of recreate that on your shelf. So I'm not too bothered about that. Yeah, I do hope that uh, we do get a definitive snow trooper at some point. That is one of my favorite Imperial trooper looks. And I I, I find it a glaring oversight in TVC. Uh, When was the the last time we got an articulated uh, snow trooper, John? Uh, Well, they released one in the vintage 30th anniversary collection line in 2007. So that was the last time we got a totally new sculpt. And then they would release it with, you know, some different deco, some different battle damage sort of. He f- fell down in the wampa doo-doo or whatever <laughs> over the years. But uh, yeah, the last time, I think they, the last time they released it was maybe in, it was in a three-pack in Vintage Collection like 10 years ago. Dang. So we're overdue. There were, there, were a couple, there were a couple of battle packs and things like that, but it's been a while. I mean, they did do a 5 POA one and they did a Black Series um, Commander who has different armor and that sort of stuff. That was in 2013, I want to say. Yeah. Still um, long ago. Still quite a ways, quite a ways ago. So yeah, that was the re- repack reveal. So I'm, I'm glad that's a smart repack. Uh, I'm glad to see that. I, uh, and then they moved on to uh, new, new figures and the team actually made an effort to highlight uh, new sculpts 
and that they were making new things and they they put a lot of effort uh, into it and they put a lot of emphasis on it to the point that I almost felt like they were making fun of us because uh, they talked about rocker ankles, <laughs> rocker and ankles all, yeah. yeah all of the things that we've been talking about like as a community online it's like ah, I think they're listening um yeah. so that was you can make fun of us all you want as long as you give us what we want what we're yeah. asking for yeah so. you can yeah. you can dunk my head in a <laughs> toilet and throw me in a locker but as long as my upcoming figures have rocker ankles do whatever I don't care uh, call me a nerd whatever uh yeah so the first of the new reveals then is an exciting one and i know uh we here at swtvc are particularly pleased with this one not that we had any influence or input on this because it was already well in the works before we even you know had any idea of some of this stuff but it was the winner of the SWTVC March Madness bracket. Bokatan Kreese is coming to the Vintage Collection. All new sculpt, all new rocker ankles, swappable yes. heads. Just, oh my God, guys. It's here. Long have I waited. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. So like we were saying, it, it, you know, she's been in as a part of Star Wars for about a decade now. She appeared in Clone Wars and she appeared in Rebels and finally made the jump to live action in Mando season two which was awesome. The same uh, Katie Sackhoff, the voice actress making the jump to live action was awesome to see that. Um, and it seems like she's going to have a big role in uh, Mandalorian stories going forward. Now that Din has the dark saber, but she wants it. And you know, who's going to have control of Mandalore. So it, it's awesome to finally have her in uh, 3.75. We did just get her in six inch this year and they revealed her for uh, the 2.5 inch mission fleet line yesterday or a few days ago is uh, when you're listening to this, but so yeah, so as part of our sort of balance the scales thing we've been discussing, it's great to see, you know, it wasn't a hugely long wait between the, uh, you know, a one day wait between Mission Fleet and Vintage Collection, but yeah. just a few months for... Uh, it's a day too long. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We had a day or two to get mad and then, and then get fine. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I thought, I think that Bo-Katan being revealed today was an incredibly cathartic experience for me, just after a lot of the stuff that we've all been doing for the past almost year now, guys, of, of our initiatives, like balance the scales of, you know, looking at, uh, you know, where's the newness, where are the main characters, all our wishlist Wednesdays, the March Madness bracket with her being far and away the number one seed the entire time it you know mm -hmm. wasn't a shocker when she won it was like yeah we all are hungry for this figure and i'm i'm really glad that there's a little bit of you know apparent overlap uh, overlap now of where our priorities are at what we're asking for and you know what uh hasbro is has on their priority list so i i just really felt a great relief when bokatan was you know uh announced it's not solving all the world's problems uh <laughs> But, but it's solving some of mine today, so I'm good. Yeah, she's so highly requested by so many people. She was high on my list. She's been on my list for a decade, pretty much. <laughs> so uh, it's awesome to see. Yeah, she's got uh, two blasters. She's got photoreal deco. She's got the swappable head and the helmet, which, as I've said before, I'm not always a huge fan of when there's multiple heads. So hopefully in the package, she'll have her human head on her shoulders and then the helmet packed separately. Um, but that helmet has, so it doesn't look like she's... Oh, they could pack two. They could pack some with helmets on, some with helmets on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Insane, Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. Hashtag variants. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then and then put her on the wrong card, too, a couple times. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the cool card. Because I, I just don't want her to look like she got Jangoed, you know, yeah. with her head kind of off to the side in the card. Well, Mando was the other way, wasn't he? Mando was packed with a helmet on and the head. Yeah, but yeah. They, had the, so, they had the sticker obscuring his head, which yeah. I, I was fine with. Yeah. yeah. 
I appreciate it. Perhaps they'll do the same. So yeah, she's got the articulated viewfinder, which I know like Tyler, as we discussed earlier, that's something that was missing from Boba Fett. Yes. Uh, it's really great to see that um, on this figure because uh, that's really the only thing that held back the VC 186 uh, Boba Fett figure from being absolutely perfect. I would call it near perfect, like a 9.9 .9 out of 10. The only thing I can ding it on is the fact that the articul uh, the rangefinder does not articulate, which I, I found very unfortunate um, because they could do it all the way back in 2004 when the previously definitive Boba Fett uh, was released in the um, Vintage Original Trilogy Collection. Uh, but, you know, the recent ARC Troopers had swiveling rangefinders, and now this one has a swiveling rangefinder. So uh, very, very happy to see that. But again, it shows, well, I think it shows that Hasbro are listening to the comments that people are making because people are hearing that criticism and if you, you know, you hope that they then think, okay, next time we will put that rangefinder on it that is movable. Yeah. And I'd like to think that, again, it's that progress that, that we're making by them listening to, to what people are saying. Absolutely. I think this bow will sell really well. Uh, and actually, I, I know there's been people saying that the, the, the Bob has been selling like an army builder. Um, yes. And I actually think in some ways this could do the same because you're going to get a lot of people getting this for customizing and you're going to get a lot of people looking at it thinking, well, I can do all these other female Mandalorians or different variations. Uh, and, and it's such a good, well, it looks like it's such a good sculpt that actually it really opens it up. And so uh, it might not quite be Boba Fett level, but I, I think it will sell really well for that reason. I think you're going to see people buying cases. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, also worth noting is the fact that her uh, shoulder armor is detached from her her shoulders um, like Moff Gideon and the VC-186 Boba Fett. Uh, that's really nice to see continued because um, it really does go a long way with uh, articulation and also just looking seamless, looking uh, a lot better. Um, and the other thing I wanted to emphasize was the fact that we noticed that the paint job is uh, much, much, much better than her, uh, the Black Series counterpart. Um, the colors are much more muted and much more realistic. She doesn't have ridiculous bright orange uh, hair <laughs> and super light, light brown, uh, you know, belt and, and holster. It actually looks like dark leather, like it should. So uh, excellent job on this figure. Couldn't, couldn't be happier. Yeah, they couldn't have done a better job because with it's that. Because sometimes, and, as much as it is unfortunate that we have to wait longer to get some of these figures, they do end up looking better than some of the Black Series counterparts that came out first. Like that's the case for IG-11 and Mandalore Ahsoka and Quill, we'll get to him, and, and Bo-Katan. So, you know, it's, it's, as much as it sucks to wait, it is nice to have a pretty much perfect version when we do finally get the figure. Yep. Absolutely. Consistently the better better version. <laughs> yeah. 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 Can't say I'm not happy about that. <laughs> um, so we did get another uh new figure revealed uh, right after Bokatan. Unless you guys want to mention anything else about Bokatan. Like you mentioned for the customs, it would be I can't wait to see all the custom female Mandalorian warriors that we're gonna get out of this. Um and this is something that we've been telling Hasbro they need to do. And they're already doing it with the Black Series version, but of course, um you can take the body, repaint it for Costco Reeves. And hopefully Sabine Wren, and I'm sure there are parts that they might need to swap out or whatever. But it's you know it's a potential army builder in the making where you can have. There were so many different uh, paint applications on Mandalorian war warriors, both male and female, in the Clone Wars and Rebels, and in the Mandalorian. So 
obviously Bo-Katan is the number one we needed the most, but um, there's so many that they can do using this body going forward. So it's a, an investment in the yeah. new tooling. It's a uh, uh, high mileage forward. sculpt. Is I think I mm-hmm. haven't used that that term in a while, but yeah, it's nice to see a new high mileage sculpt. Mile high grounds, high mileage <laughs> figures. Ah, trademark. So there you go. Hashtag it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we need more hashtags. Let me add that to the end of the episode. <laughs> I mean, it, it, interestingly, you look at these and do the ones that were revealed today, and actually, although that has got a lot of high mileage, the other ones perhaps haven't. So it is interesting that hopefully Hasbro have used that and, and are thinking ahead on that to offset the, these other figures that that haven't got that. So oh, definitely, we will see. for sure. Yeah. So uh, those upcoming figures, you know, kind of that—that that is uh, the next one. I guess I'll just jump to it. Is the Mithral? totally yes. out of left field i was not expecting to ever yeah. get uh mithral outside of his carbonite uh version that's coming with the crest so i was floored <laughs> like we're i yeah. hoped for him yeah i hoped for him but yeah 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 and he didn't didn't see this one coming at all uh this was a complete very very pleasant surprise and uh just to go along with what you were saying lewis about um you know getting a lot of mileage out of uh out of bokatan's uh tooling um this one surprises me because I don't see them really being able to reuse any of this tooling. So this to me Other represents... than the Blaster. They might reuse right. the K2SO. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Blaster again. Yeah. But, um, yeah. This this represents to me uh, an example of them, you know, asking, uh, of them delivering on our, asking them to uh, come out with a little bit more risky figures Um you know, background aliens or secondary characters, tertiary characters. Uh, again, this is this is an example of Hasbro listening to me, uh, and and executed very very well. Yeah, and he was ranked number sixty one uh, going into the bracket. So he was on the bracket. He lost to Thrawn pretty quickly. It was a battle of the blue boys. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's a character from season one and season two. So he checks off both boxes. He was the first passenger on the Razor Crest in the very first episode, the first bounty that Mando got. Uh, of course, we later saw him working alongside Grief Karga. Maybe not uh, super thrilled about that. But yeah, and he's got some great accessories from both of his appearances. Like, I'm astounded by these accessories. They're just like a yes. mi- the number of them and the quality of them. Yeah, they, they just kept coming, didn't they? They just, the way they were re- revealing those accessories was, there's another one, there's another yeah. one. And I, I think that was what was the most mind blowing thing about yeah. the release, actually. Because we got the, the, the reused blaster from K2SO. But again, like we said, it's. It should be the same, so I'm fine. That's a yeah. perfect example of fine reuse. I'm not complaining about that at all. Um, he's got that beautiful bounty puck with his head and the name, his name and his uh, bounty price in Arabesh, which is like so a little bit of paint on that hologram, which is I, I just I love it. I love all all things holographic. Give me them. I love. <laughs> Was not expecting that. Um, he's got the removable binders that uh, with the C grips to put him in that pose that he's in when they're on the way to the razor crest. So another great way to pose him outside the razor crest. And then he's got the uh, cutting tool from season two. So you can have him in the uh, Imperial troop transport with season two grief cargo. Probably won't get season two Caradoon, but we don't need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> season one is close. We've got enough. season one version, which is close <laughs> enough, which is great. Yep. Um, so yeah, so you really, I, I think every scene, the Mithral was in, maybe he doesn't have his computer that he was uh, typing on or the mist that comes out of his neck when he gets upset. <laughs> Yeah, but we got everything else. So oh, you never know. You might squeeze him, and he might sort of yeah. spray something. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm just I'm shocked at how many accessories he comes with. They could have easily taken the the easy way out and just packed him in with the blaster. But instead, they tooled us up. You know, 
that awesome uh, puck, the bounty puck, the, the cuffs, the tool, everything. I'm just, I mean, the, the handcuffs alone will, you know, inspire me to buy multiples because that's a great accessory right there. Yeah. Um, a lot of so the others fantastic. aren't going to be reused either, are they? I mean, they're not going to be putting that that puck or, or the cutting tool in with another figure. So they they have tooled all of these new, like, you know, purely for this figure, which is amazing, really. I think it's a huge step forward for TVC. I think it's, it, this is exactly what we've been calling out for, haven't we? Brand new figures, brand yeah. new sculpt, you know, higher quality. I mean, it's... it's More it's aliens. Yep. You know, it, yeah, exactly. Alien. Aliens. Secondary character, kind of. I mean, he's been in a couple of episodes, but he's not, he's not a main character, is he? And I think that's what, for me, this figure represents all of, all of those things that, that we're after and that we've been calling out for, haven't we? Yep. We've been asking yeah, for so more accessories. He's the winner. For me, he's the winner of today. Uh, I, I yeah. totally think he, you know, that's... Of all the characters it, that, they, that they could be making, this is one of the ones that I would be least uh, expecting to have so many accessories so that's a really pleasant surprise um yeah mm-hmm. you know I, i'd figure a, a, a stormtrooper would come with you know three different blasters and a backpack or whatever but um oftentimes they've just been packed in with one blaster but this guy comes with all these different things and that's just so awesome that was that was just so far out of left field so what we need next is his speeder surely that's what's going yeah. next yeah that would be nice really, really pushing our luck yeah or can we get an ice monster <laughs> Haslab? Um, yeah. the Brian Posehn uh, speeder driver maybe yeah. Um, yeah 10 out of 10 Hasbro well done so yeah speaking of you know him being uh, the first passenger on the crest we did uh, get they stopped the live stream I didn't stop it but you know put a pause in the reveals to do a uh, an update on the Razor Crest which was nice I know back in April I think it was that they uh, mentioned they were working on a video packet or doing some photos for the packaging uh, and we did get a look at that of their photo shoot of the uh, first production model of the Razor Crest, which is coming. And good lord, <laughs> that thing looks amazing. I cannot wait to have it. So, and now that we know that we are getting figure support for it, it's it makes it a, a lot a lot easier to swallow and be excited for. It just looks incredible. I mean, it's been a while since we've seen it, isn't it? And when it first came out as a Haslab, we were all so super excited and it was just so much buzz about it. And it kind of drops off a bit, doesn't it? You know, obviously you're not thinking about it so much, you're not seeing it. And then you see that video again. And I'll be honest, I was just as excited as I was when it first, when I first reviewed it, you know, and first showed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it looks amazing. I just want it now. All that enthusiasm <laughs> came rushing back. Yeah. Because we haven't gotten with the barge, there was a lot of updates because it was the first Haslab and people were unsure about it. So that it's, it felt like there was a little more uh, communication coming out of them. So it was great to have this update. We got that shot last month with the off-world Jawa reveal to show all the Jawas taking the crest apart and everything, which was awesome. So this was an extension of that. We got to see John Favreau holding the first uh, production sample. Um, it wasn't quite the final paint job, but it was just to get an idea of the size of the thing uh, next to someone for the first time which was awesome. That was so cool. It, it then, was nice. Yeah, they mentioned yeah. that they had brought, uh, or that Favreau had come by the Hasbro offices to look at a lot of this stuff. And that makes, I don't know, that made me feel happy because, you know, watching The Mandalorian, it's very obvious that many of the things in it take their cues from those counter figures from Favreau and Filoni's childhoods. You know, it's 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 very much... Like the uh, ITT. Yeah, very Kenner inspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why, you know, sometimes it's very frustrating for us to look and be like, for a show that was based uh, on the imagination that comes with having toys, 
to not have toys made for that show is is wow it was hard it's a hard one so i was really glad to see that you know they they kind of did a nice little thing of having favreau coming in to see the crest the figures and then there was a nice little quote from him as well about that um i see that i think john you have it written down yeah he said half the fun of working on a star wars project is seeing the toys that are created it was a thrill to meet the artists behind the line of hasbro mandalorian products so you know a little bit boilerplate it's very nice sentiment um yeah yeah, like you said, not, it's, not all Star Wars creators get to say that right now. Yeah. I mean, they are slowly building. I mean, it's taking time. Yes, it would have been amazing if it, we had a full range. The, the second episode one premiered, obviously. Um, today's the day that like Loki premieres uh, in the Marvel world and we've already got the figure of him. Uh, but whatever. So they're very slowly but surely building out the Mandalorian line and it's amazing to see it. Um, they also showed the photo shoot of the box. We didn't see the final box, but we saw sort of the photo shoot set up behind it and some new photos with it. And it had, you know, the Jawas interacting with it. It had Mando, Grogu, and IG-11 uh, next to the crest, which was awesome. And of course, they also kind of snuck in the reveal of Queel in there. So it's kind of yes. yeah, giving us a preview of what we're going to have on our shelves in a few months. All the figures kind of lined up next to it, which is awesome to see. And of course, Queel, we get a long-awaited, long-requested figure for Vintage Collection. Just, just go... Sorry, before you get into Quill, I'll just go back to the, the crest. Uh, one thing I would say about that video, which was really, really clever, is I think they're playing on the fact that so many collectors these days take photographs of their, their figures and their collections and, you know, those diorama setups. And I think the way that they deliberately shot that was not just it sitting on a lovely shelf, you know, with a, or in, a, in the box, but actually physically using it. And, and, and funny enough, Carlo was on you know, messaging the whole time. We are all sort of, Oh wow! Look at that! You know, it looks amazing. The colors like, wow! Look where he's putting the lights. You know, look at where he's put the camera <laughs> angle. And you know, he was yeah. looking at it totally as a, a photographer. And I yeah. think that again, I think it shows a little bit of a shift from Hasbro because they they can see that this is what people are using these things for. It's not just a, a pretty picture on a shelf. Or you know, these things do get used. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, for me, that was that was good as well. I really enjoyed seeing that. One yeah. of those background pieces, those rocks and uh, sand yeah. and bits. I, I want all that as well with it, but. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Anyway, back yeah, back to Quill. No, I yeah, I'm right there. With yeah, you. I was just gonna say. Also, you know, all these collectors that take pictures of Hasbro's products are, in a way, doing marketing and advertisement mm. for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, the so products sure advertise like themselves, man. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, so jumping into yeah, Quill, uh, Quill, Quill. Uh, <laughs> why did I screw up saying his name? That's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> He has been a glaring oversight in the line ever since Mandalorian premiered back in, in 2019, you know, him being one of the first major characters that were introduced to to have multi-episode arc uh, and being very integral to the story of the Razorcrest through season one. Uh, so I know there's been a lot of folks very vocal about Quill uh, coming to the Vintage Collection. Uh, so finally, your fears, your anger, your ire can be just kind of put like i think chaz the guru posted a little meme today about uh, putting away the pitchforks after today (laughs) and it was like yeah you know what just put that in storage for a little bit we got quill coming we're good we're good so uh he looks phenomenal he does once again uh better than his the black series counterpart uh his his black series counterpart has like bright bright (laughs) uh retro looking colors uh (laughs) i've seen a lot of comments today commenting on the the paint jobs of Quill 
and Bogotan and um, mentioned specifically mentioning that uh, they turned out better than the black series ones. So that's again, nice to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worth it's the been wait. worth the wait. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking that. So, and then I think that too, with uh, figures that are coming sooner, uh, I mean, imminent, they have to be uh, Maul and Ahsoka from season seven of clone wars of, you know, we, we sit here and it's like, where are these figures? And then, it's a frustrating thing to not hear anything about these things for a very long time to not get any signal that they're coming. Uh, but then once, you know, once I have these figures in hand, like the Boba Fett figure, uh, some of the figures from last year, having them in hand was just like, you know what, this was definitely worth the wait. Like it sucked waiting, but now that I don't like, once you actually have it, it is just an incredible, uh, work of art to add to your collection. So I'm, I'm, not that I want to wait, and I like that they're closing the gap, but... But but it seems to be the best quill. So it, it is, you know, as they say, the best things come to those who wait. I think it's the best one out there. I mean, yeah. who was talking about this earlier? John, you was listing, wasn't you? All the places we've seen them, it's obviously we've had the retro one, we've had Black Series, we've had Mission Fleet, uh, you name it. Uh, everyone's had it. And you, you sit here, you're getting frustrated. Why haven't we had him yet? But now you can see that and you think, well, actually, yeah, I don't mind waiting, actually. <laughs> He looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. If we get him with the crest, you know, it's, it's all you need him for, isn't it? So. Yeah. I uh, I want to say real quick, John, I, uh, I'm i curious. I don't, I think this will be a case of Quill is not going to have the same card as the retro figure uh, because they used a different color on the promo images. So. Oh, interesting. Yes, yes. And they usually are indicative so so of the bubble, uh, bubble color. Yeah, there's quite a few uh, cards we haven't seen yet. Um, and Quill's on a green background today, yes? Yes. And he was on a, was on like a red a background. green. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he was on a red, uh, he had a red pill on the uh, retro collection, so that'll be interesting to yeah. see that. The, the retro collection's quite a brightly colored figure, though, isn't it? So perhaps with this one where he's more toned down, they, they felt it didn't look right, perhaps? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at the photo of him right now, and phew, so good. Yes. Yeah, it's like you were saying, Evan, um, you know, none of us particularly enjoy waiting forever. It seems like forever for these figures, but uh, I'd, I'd rather them take their time and, and do it right, you know? Yeah. Um, and this is an yeah. example yeah. of them doing it right. We could have got a 5 POA version, couldn't we? We could have had him out probably six months ago, you know, a 5 POA one, and we don't want that. You know, what happens when you do that is, you know, you don't get people saying, we want to see an articulated version. And yes, we've had some good figures in the past. We don't want to go down this whole route of articulation, but I think... I would wait for the perfect one. In theory, he never needs to be done again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's yes. definitive. It's definitive. One and done. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's we'll definitive. Boom. Done. So yeah. now we just have to wait for Blurg. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah. I want to talk yeah. about that more uh, yeah. later. But. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just with Quill as well, though, just going back to where we were talking about um, reusing sculpts and reusing, you know, Bo-Katan obviously has the potential for quite a lot of reuse. Uh, Mifro obviously doesn't seem to have, but obviously Quill is a bit of a middle ground, isn't he? Because potentially we could get some Ugnaughts. Maybe I think, yeah, I think his, his cap it looks like it's sculpted onto his head. I might be wrong about that. Right. Um, so I don't know if they can reuse his head anyway, but maybe some of the body parts. Um, he's yeah, he's got a removable backpack, a dart gun, photo real deco they called out. Yeah, they're also slowly building out the uh, so as they're building out the Razor Crest characters, they're also kind of very very slowly building out the um. Uh, carbon freezing chamber characters. Yes, which leads us which, into pipeline. Yes, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. pipeline, pipeline, pipeline. Folks, we got pipeline. more pipeline reveals. Oh, the pipeline boy. was dry, yeah. but it is flowing today, folks. It, yes, we got three pipeline reveals, and these were also equally exciting, and they also were mentioned as being new figures. So, uh, yes, they were new tooling, but two of the the figures we got are part of uh, the finish the ninety six. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tick off two more very important boxes. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Lewis is representing with the shirt. Thank you today. And say, yeah. <laughs> they were also on the bracket as well. Yeah. They were also on yep. the bracket. Yeah. And I'll say real quick, Quill was on the, would have been on the bracket. He was very highly uh, requested by everyone. He would have been like top five, I think. Yes. But because he has been so heavily rumored for so long, we did remove him. But so yeah, so all of the new, newly uh, tooled figures today were highly requested enough to be on the bracket. Um, and yeah, the two that were revealed, uh, in the pipeline are Bib Fortuna, who was number six, uh, uh, going into the bracket and Lobot, who was number 16. Wow. And yeah, Bib Fortuna was a, a figure who we have not seen since Saga Collection 2006. Um, he is also coming for Black Series, which, you know, a great balance of scales. They announced them both in the same day. That's, I don't know how much more balance you can get. That's perfect. Yeah. True. He badly, very badly needs an update. When you look at the, uh. The sail barge and all the figures, and I've got it. I've got it over there, and I've you know got all the new, amazing looking skiff guards and Boba Fett and Luke and everything, and then Bib Fortuna is fifteen <laughs> years ago. So, and I have yeah, a feeling he, that one would be worth the wait as well. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. yeah it's going to be. Yeah. I, he's been recently featured in Mandalorian. And he's a little bit more rotund there, but he's also in the Bad Batch recently. So he, Bib's kind of having a moment right now. Yeah, even though we did just we did just see him die uh, six months ago. So that <laughs> wasn't that great for him. It, it but, might go back. He may see some more of him. Yeah, it, they did specifically say with this that it was the Return of the Jedi version, didn't they? I mean, that's, they're not hiding yeah. something yeah. from us there, are they? Yeah, they I showed the, the collective community. Can you, can you imagine it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people would have lost their minds if it was the Mandalorian version. Not that yeah. they don't want that, but it's yeah. got to yeah. be the Return no. of the Jedi one first. Yeah, order of operations. It yeah. would be like if you, you know did a rise of skywalker palpatine before return of the jedi palpatine um but you know do we both. Want both though yeah hasbro we do yeah. want we both, do both. Yes. but you got to yes, do the you got to do the return both. of the jedi one first which you know <laughs> i think we're all kind of waiting on that one at this point with bated breath yeah we might as well yes. talk about that right now um that is a very very heavily rumored figure again uh, it was a little bit surprising to not even see so much as a pipeline reveal for that yeah. that guy. Because it, it's assumed that he's going to be in the same wave as Lando, IG-11, and Tebow, who have all been revealed but are not up for pre-order. And they are all supposedly coming out um, in a few months later this year, whereas all of these are coming, the press release said, early 2022, which might mean that it might leak out early 2021 if the trend of the last few years continues. Um, it's unclear. Yes. And, so, uh, yeah, his, his absence was conspicuous today. It was. Mm-hmm. And I did notice this though. Um, all of the figures that they did reveal are figures that are, um, considered, I think 2022 just from the release. So I think they'd be 2022 budget. Uh, with that, it did also show that, uh, the pricing per figure is now 1399, uh, moving into the, uh, future. Um, for me, that's okay. Cause I mean, just listen to what we were talking about with all the accessories and the tooling and all the stuff that's gone behind these new figures. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll pay $14 for a, you know, 
uh, Hoth Rebel soldier for the extra accessories with other figures. Yeah. For those extra accessories, you're paying, yeah. you're paying for those extra yeah. accessories, aren't you? That's exactly it's, why you're paying extra money, but it's... I'm willing pay. to pay for that quality. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And as unfortunate as that is, we have not seen a price release beyond... Um, the Walmart ones were about twelve eighty three when they debuted in twenty fifteen. Or I remember like some of the last um wide release single carded figures jumped up to like twelve ninety nine, twelve eighty three in twenty fifteen. So it's been it's you know, it sucks. That's the way of the world. There's a lot of global factors, a lot of domestic factors, you can get in all that. Um, but it's something that has it's been a long time coming and the quality today is so far beyond what it was even five or six years ago that I'm not too concerned about it no and yeah. honestly i think this was actually supposed to happen sooner because if you will recall and i think there's still this price on hasbro pulse website the bespin luke repack wave was uh, 13.99 yeah um last year uh and then they quickly it seems like they quickly backtracked back to 12.99 during uh this weird uh global event that seemed to happen over the past year and uh yeah so i i, I think that just got slid a little bit further on i'm grateful for that i i'm not upset i mean of course it sucks to pay more money uh but dang after what we've seen today and if they can kind of continue this just i'll, I'll give them more money I, i'm In, inflation is yeah. inevitable and uh, yeah. frankly i think yeah. that we should be grateful that it was only one dollar yeah. yeah because yeah. Black, black series, series increased by yeah yep yeah what are they what are they listed in the press release today 22.99 okay for uh black series so they're not they used to be 19.99 so they got a three dollar increase i mean sometimes you seem for 21 it's yeah yeah so is that interestingly then is that they got an increase for a load of figures that have just got photo real updates? yeah so the black series reveals were except for one uh i, I mean galen is uh you know there's a galen or so that you know is new ish uh but everything else was pretty much a repack and archive and then a re photo real reissues of rogue one figures which you know as a vintage collection person i would love to see all of those figures get photo real you know and added to the vintage collection but the Black Series fans were not super stoked, and I don't blame them because they got a little taste of what vintage life, uh, life is like by having a live stream with like 10, 12 reveals, but only one of them actually being something new. Uh, and that's not an enviable position to be in. So my heart goes out to any Black Series collector, collectors out there that are frustrated. Uh, welcome to the show. They did get some other pipeline. I want to go back to bib and the other pipeline reveals real quick before we go yeah. too off into the black series land of course, of course. um on, on bib fortuna do you guys want to see him with uh sculpted robes or soft good robes tyler i think i might know what you're gonna say i want to see velvet you know like the original oh, yeah. kenner one which is nice yeah, hell yeah. That, that, as, a, as a kid that was one of my most sort of tactile figures i used to love that figure you know, yeah it was yeah. great <laughs> but you just don't see it's it anymore do you we haven't got because we've gotten the two sculpts of Bib in the modern line, and neither of them had any soft goods whatsoever. And like, is this a case where it could be like the Nimordi and the Dalte Dauphine in from the episode one uh, vintage wave in 2012, where some is plastic, some is soft goods? Um, now, you know, normally Bib Fortuna he, he likes to stand. He's uh, he's probably got a standing desk somewhere in Jabba's palace, but yeah, we didn't see him course, sitting down until he gained weight. So <laughs> yeah. until Mando, yeah, once he sits down, the weight comes on. We all know it. We all were in quarantine. We all were aware of what yeah. happens. But uh, you know, some of his he's got so many different layers of robes internally and different belts and things like that. That um, I, I'm just interested to see what they do because I think in in both scales, frankly, um, it's not dissimilar, is it, to that grief cargo? 
figure with the quite long, right? You know, heavy plastic. But when that's layered, that could look, yeah, you know, that, like that might not work at all. And the recent Rogue One, Darth Vader had, you know, sculpted inner robe, and it was a little more pliable. Um, but his cape was cloth, and it doesn't always, you know, the mix and match doesn't always look amazing. So, so I guess, I guess we'll see what happens. But I, you know, I, you know, me, I've said it before, where I. I don't dislike soft goods. Uh, I do quite like them when done well, but it's it is hard to do at this scale. However, I I think my vote would be for this bib having you know at least the outer robe being soft goods, uh, and he better come with the staff, the Kenner staff. Um, but he that's a uh, must. Yeah, but the soft goods robe, well, based on the bar they've set themselves now, he's going to have to come with a thermal detonator. Oh also, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. It'll, it'll the, the look at the bar has where I've set today. I mean, his accessories coming out your ear hole. So yeah, no, gotta, totally. They've got to back it up. Like, like his his outer robes have like interesting, like an interesting cut. They're kind of layered. Um, so I think I think the grief the grief method would probably be best for those. I'm looking at an image of him now, and then he's got uh, sort of more plain blue, uh, like a skirt, which I think is could be done soft goods. But then he's got a lot of like layered like sort of armor belt sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's got like a plate. Yeah. yeah. I think so his torso I, would have to be sculpted. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think sure. I think the problem with it being plastic, again, going back to the Power of the Force one, it, it's the Power of the Force 2 one, it, it, it's quite bulky. It makes him look quite chunky just because there's so much plastic going on, isn't there? Whereas he's not quite that big, really. He's a skinny dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he was at one point. Yeah. Well, the reason that I, I switched to, I, I switched my vote to or my not switch my vote but you know voice that i would like to see him soft goods for at least his outer robe is the reissue of the uh imperial royal guard which while minor changes were made to that robe i it, to me it makes a world of difference i've really been enjoying uh the new stitching like the new cut of the robe for that uh reissue so mm -hmm. I, I i do have a lot of faith uh, the soft goods that we've been seeing lately have been phenomenal. Yeah, the Luke, so, Luke Jedi. Yeah, I, I think they're nailing it. Yeah. I think I think they're able to dial it in. So I would definitely like to see Bib with soft goods. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Well, one more pipeline reveal. Well, there's two more pipeline reveals. Yeah. Oh yeah, we talked but, about uh, Bib. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the other figure that was revealed, the other finished the '96 figure was Lobot, who, as I said, placed uh, 16 in our uh, fan poll going into the bracket. Um, another character who has not been done since, well, he was last done in 2004 in the original trilogy collection, never been on a vintage card in the modern line. Uh, he had, you know, the kind of disco posed one in the nineties and, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's another character that goes along with the carbon freezing chamber playset from 2019, which I still have not opened, but that box has the 2004, uh, Lando and Lobot on there. So it's exciting that, mm. As I've said before, you know, teams and themes or whatever, but it's nice that we get Lando and then just a few months later we get Lobot to go with him. Um, so, yeah. you know, there's still other ways they can build out. And we've had the Leia, Leia Bespin. Yeah, well. and Bespin Leia. It, yeah, again, it's it's frustrating to have to wait for those things. It's kind of like, what's the release strategy here? What are you guys trying to do? Shouldn't you be trying to strike while the iron is hot? Uh, but at a certain point, it's like, yeah, I guess it's trying to keep everybody happy. We know there's a lot of people out there that want to see a lot of Mando product uh, who perhaps aren't so big on the OT stuff. Uh, and I guess, yeah, making excuses for Hasbro, but you, you you feel that they have to try and weave those all those different things in together, don't they? And so that may mean that you are yeah you're having a Lando, and then a month later you've got to get a Lobot to go with him just because it's 
you know, they're trying to make the, the cases work and they're trying to make everything that they have to make work go together. Um, Absolutely. And I think, you know, you look at... It's a at, balancing act. Exactly. You, you look at the, the reveals today. I mean, they've, they've gone all in with Mando, um, forgetting the pipeline stuff. But they've gone all in with Mando, which is great because it's popular and everyone loves it. But if they did that with some other, you know, uh, media, then it could go completely wrong for them. So Yeah. They've mentioned... Because they used to do the... Of course, they used to do the themed waves... And I would like to see him return because I love everything uh, from Star Wars. Yeah. At least thing, things about everything from Star Wars. Yeah. But, um, but you know, if people don't like, don't want a ton of Empire Strikes Back stuff all at once, then they're going to be turned off for an entire wave. Or if they don't want, you know, they only want original trilogy and they don't want Mando, then they're going to be out for a few figures. So it, it makes sense to sprinkle them in and thread them in when they can. Um, like you said, it again would have been nice to have them closer to the carbon freezing chamber, but. Mm, yeah definitely yeah. yeah i think it's the same well i mean we talk about it when we get into the, the last pipeline reveal as well but there, there are issues there with, with that type of thing that, that hasbro need to think ahead perhaps a little bit and 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 yeah, again we've said it before we had skiffs and we didn't have the skiff guards straight away but then they followed but you know there's times when they've done it and times when they haven't put things together and that's where i think you like to think that they are aiming all of this at the crest so again it should all be coming together but uh yeah we'll see we'll see what we get i know yeah i mean because when they do these play sets and things and then they kind of add the figures it might take a while but yeah bib fortuna is going to go great with either the Jabba's palace set or the sail barge and then lobot's going to go great with the carbon freezing chamber and of course all the mando figures are going to look awesome with the razor crest so they they do kind of i guess build things around the vehicles and play sets that timing is always a little a little bit suspect but and it's still great to have. I do think it is a little bit of them tying their own hands with it by, uh, you know, but this is very much what, what, well, what we're talking about and what we've been talking about for the almost year we've been doing this is we need more, more figure slots, more newness, you know, mm -hmm. more investment mm -hmm. in the line, more, more risk taken. Uh, and that, you know, I've noticed that there's been some ire, uh, towards like the finish the 96 stuff from some folks that only want new things and all that it's like yes no we agree like we want those as well but the the 96 are also an important subset of yeah. uh, but also focus. they are new and they are new we yeah new we're getting 96. new ones yeah we, we don't want repack 96 no we don't we want, want repacks yeah well, because i think no. as you said you know where it makes sense to do the repacks like i i don't we don't need a fully new tool death star droid in my opinion we don't yeah. need a fully yes the tu the tuscan raider needs a few new pieces to be pretty much perfect yeah or very good anyway yeah um you know leia could have been redone but like luke only needed a few new things the figure itself was already great we just needed the poncho accessories so i know people were getting a little worried that some of their focus on the 96 would have been only repacks um but i think you know repack where it makes sense new tooling where it's needed and lobot and bib fortuna are two original trilogy characters where it was extremely needed to have all new figures as much as i think those the mid-2000s figures they look good for the time yeah but that time was 15 years ago so you know <laughs> yeah there's you know older yeah. than some of the people that are collecting now yeah um i i agree i i have also seen some uh dissatisfaction with the uh apparent uh renewed interest or focus on uh the original 96 characters getting banged out um but people need to realize that's one of the purposes of the vintage collection is to create the modern 
counterparts of the original Kenner figures. That's kind of one of the whole points of the vintage collection. That's that's why this line exists. So it's it's got to be uh, a balance of new media stuff and creating definitive versions of those original 96 characters. Uh, they're both important and they both have to be focuses. So. Onto the final pipeline reveal, guys? Yes. Wow, don't sound so Miss- excited, Jesus. Well, miss they misspelled they misspelled the planet. Well, we, have done it, we have done it once already. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the final the final vintage collection pipeline reveal of the day was the Navarro Cantina playset, which was awesome to see. Totally was not expecting that. No, not at all. Uh, yeah, totally. Out so of field. I'm, I'm really excited to see that. Really excited because that yeah, it's uh, we were all asking when's the next playset coming, and it's yeah now we know. Yeah, so. I think it's great. I'm very excited for it. I think it's uh, it's going to be awesome. You know, uh, I know we haven't seen actual product images of it yet, but I'm sure it'll be fantastic. I will say though, it is kind of a strange choice, uh, especially when you consider the fact that they just revealed Quill and what has everybody been talking about for months and months and months and months and months. Where's Quill and our Blurg? Mm-hmm. Where's the blurg? Where's the blurg? I think I, I have to be honest here. I think people would have preferred to see a blurg. Uh, I'm going to buy this cantina. I'm excited for it. I'm going to encourage other people to buy it. Uh, but it is a strange choice, um, a little bit, especially considering the fact that there's really no figures to populate it. If you're going to make a cantina, yeah. then make the yeah. Moss Eisley cantina. <laughs> yeah. Make it a well, Hasbro campaign so that it's is done that properly. What I was just going to say. A cantina is needs to be full of characters, doesn't it? I, I mean, that's we have the, the the two big dioramas that every collector has is the Jabba's Palace or the cantina, you know, the Mos Eisley cantina. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason we have those is because we have so many characters that can go into them. So we've got this cantina now, which I'm really looking forward to. But I would I, I want to have that populated with with all of those background bounty hunters and and at the moment the line isn't seeing that at all. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. you think. Does this mean that Hasbro are looking at, well, actually, down the line, we are going to start giving some more secondary background characters so that we can populate this? Or is it just going to end up sitting on the shelf with a couple of figures in it, you know, which will look great, but but not necessarily serving the purpose of a cantina? So I I, I look at it with optimism and hope, I guess, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. it, it, it could represent a lot more. But yeah, right. I'd like to have faith for that. Yeah. John brought up a good point, though, in one of the group chats where it's not just it doesn't just serve as a cantina or as a, you know, a school, uh, a school building in season two, uh, but also a major action set piece in season one. It is where, yeah, the one of well, one of the final action scenes of season one takes place in there where, you know, that's where Moff Gideon rolls up outside and all his troopers and death troopers uh, and the ITT the incinerator trooper. Yeah, that's where the incinerator yeah. trooper comes so, in. And we have got a lot of those figures already. I yeah, guess. minus season yeah, one is. grief cargo. Yeah. I think we have, you know, mm. everything that yeah. goes with that. We've got Mando. That's where Mando. That's where IG Eleven takes off Mando's helmet. That's where uh, Mando and Cara Dune make their final stand against. Well, the first stand, I guess, against Moff Gideon. Um, it's where Moff Gideon first comes out and shows how cool and intimidating he is it's where the client um, gets schwacked and we need yeah. the client we need the great, client be a great passion yeah, we do <laughs> yeah. the bartender droid i believe is a silver uh, ra7 death star droid so actually oh, cool. it does tie in with the upcoming yeah. uh, Ooh, figure okay cool so we're down so the question is then will yeah. the set have a, an ability to dismantle it as though it's been right. blown up 
burn, you know, how yeah. are they going to present that? Do you think? You know, is it going to have an extra, it, extra panel with like an open, yeah. wind, a blasted well, open the, window or the, something? The skiff, the skiff had a removable side, didn't it? Where you could put Lando, you know, yeah. you know yeah. off with the, the bars. So you could see something where they've, Blow a hole for it. Who knows? Yeah, like the uh, yeah. the little grate. It for them. Yeah, that they have to cut through yeah. in the back, uh, yeah. or flames. Yeah. To, you know, because that place yeah. is set on fire. Have a nice little <laughs> Grogu yeah. using the force on the flames thing. Uh, yeah, it needs a repack figure. So they have a lot of great options. It could, yeah, one maybe not a great option, but it would be Grogu using the force. It would be cool to see maybe as a, a second figure in there. Yeah, with like a closed eye, like closed eyes face or whatever his concentrated yeah. force face. You could pack the face. incinerator trooper in there. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, who knows? We could go back to two figures in a set again. That'd be nice. It, yeah, I mean, there are. We still great. don't have. We don't have a death trooper on a, a Mandalorian car that's not carbonized. Ooh, yeah, but that's an army that builder. Do we want it. that in a yeah. as a pack? Well, it's an army builder. That's true because I've you know some of the. The Tantivi, Tantivi Four, as they did pronounce it, that the correct way today. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Ask yeah, Pablo. Yeah. Ask, ask the radio drama. That's uh-huh. Yeah, Tantivi. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, the Hill and Wind Diane. But uh, you know that was a set where you get multiples, so that did have an army builder, and then the carbon freezing chamber was one where you needed two, so it had an army builder. But the Jabba's Palace, which is one you only needed one, it didn't have army builders. It had Riyiz and Han and Carbonite. This, I assume, will not be um, one that you need multiples of, though. It's hard to say because it's not, you know, like when they do the most Isley Cantina in this line and they better, and I'm hoping they will, they could do one alcove and then you have to connect it to get like the six that are in the actual yeah. set or whatever. And then for the record, the I would separately. prefer to see that done as a HasLab campaign in yeah. order for it to be yeah. done properly. Uh, I don't, I don't want a, a $50, you know, half, well, I can't say that word half butted, uh, <laughs> <laughs> half butted campaign, um, you know, attempt at a at a cantina if, if you're gonna make the moss Isley cantina do it right make it big uh do the entire thing do the, the little room yeah. where you know han and chewbacca meet luke and, and obi-wan uh the whole shebang so because i i sort of did think when they were fading up the cantina image i was like well it's in man the most Isley cantina is in mandalorian it's been in a couple episodes we meet frog lady there we meet you know dr mandibles and uh everyone's favorite turtle calican there um <laughs> But so then, yeah, I do wonder what this will be. Will it be just the bar area? Will it be the seats where Mando and Grief talk? Um, yeah, will it have an inside and outside? Will it be, yeah. you know, will it be a street like my concept? You know, like yeah, yeah. the street and yeah. so like the Tentive set where you can look down it and actually take some shots. It actually it has, it has a lot of potential. It could yeah. actually be one of those situations where you have to buy two to make one. Because what if it's like, on one side you have like the wall and on the other side you have the bar and in order for you to have both sides of the bar and both walls you got to put them yeah. together it could definitely be a two piece who knows i mean i don't know well, yeah. i'm excited there's a lot of possibilities for this and i'm so glad that they seem to just be committing to this playset idea because yeah. they are mm-hmm. stellar man like i Absolutely. after the tantavi set i I'll buy. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. I'll buy. <laughs> I'll buy any place that they put out. I mean, I, I I was whelmed with the carbon freezing chamber. I was. I enjoy the Jabba's Palace one, but yeah, they they really I think are hitting on something special now. Well, I think again this goes back to what I was saying earlier about them picking up that people do take photographs of their collections now and they want those scenes and. In fact, I think Carlo's even got quite a few of those uh, cantina shots yeah. that he's made himself, hasn't he? He's made you his know, own. That, that yep. Made his own, yeah. 
and it's a it's a perfect setting. So again, I think they, they've obviously seen how successful Attentive is, oh. and uh, you know, <laughs> and they've gone from there. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's and a, I think it's a surprising it, choice, but I'm sure it will be executed well. Like I think after the, I'll call it the Rebel Blockade Runner, just to avoid controversy. <laughs> after that, after that said, I think a lot of people were sort of expecting, you know, an Imperial Hallway, um, mm. with the classic. That could come. Yeah, I'm sure that'll come down down the line. But so this was a very surprising choice. You know, it'd be great to have all those characters. Um, see, as, as a pack in, you know, whether it's Grogu, whether it's another Incinerator Trooper, um, two choices that interact in there a lot are the client. And season one, Grief Karga, yeah, which are both Doctor Pershing. He didn't, he didn't make it Pershing. there, actually, did he? Did he make it to the cantina? I don't I think, think so. Yeah, mm, no, no, just not. his office, I think. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll get a client's office. That would be amazing. Yeah, with, that would uh, be really cool. Amanda with the whistling birds. I was section. just thinking about that. That'd be Ooh. dope. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah, we can make we can recreate the scene in the Navarro Cantina where. Or Din comes in with his awesome new Beskar armor, but we've got nobody to look at him, nobody to appreciate exactly. him. So we don't exactly. e- don't even have season one grief yet. Yeah. So yeah, baby steps, baby steps. Let's walk before yes, we can yes. run. Um, I, I yeah, I I'm filled with a lot of optimism overall as a result of today's reveals and yeah, the pipeline, totally. and just the way and the way that they were talking about TVC, the way they even uh, uh, segmented out the live streamers. Like here's a TVC reveal, but stay tuned. We've got more coming. Uh, and then they yeah. really emphasize the newness, the new sculpts, the accessories, mm. uh, the new media, the, you know, uh, mentioning the, the original 96, the crest. It it was all stuff that I think it goes just beyond lip service. It was very much stuff that there. I think we are really starting to see a change uh, into how they approach TVC. It's not going to be overnight, of course. I think just course. be more open, aren't they? Yeah. I think the, the, the pipelines, I mean, it's something we never really had before. I think we didn't get one in the last reveal. We didn't. And they said and they everyone wouldn't. Everyone was a bit disappointed. Yeah. Everyone was a bit, oh, you know, it didn't. And I think, although we haven't seen anything, we haven't seen Big Fortuna, we haven't seen Lobot, we haven't seen this the Cantina set, I think it's still exciting to know that officially these things are coming. Yeah, yes. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, that, that's great. I think it means a lot. Just to be able to have that, that and, ability to see further, and they Absolutely. did reveal quite a few awesome Mando characters for Black Series that they did not pipeline for TVC. So you know, again with Queel and Bo-Katan, sometimes we got to wait a little bit. But with Mithral's a debut in Vintage Collection, which is very exciting to see that. You know, like I said, Bib Fortuna coming in both scales is a great example of balance of scales. He's coming in both at the same time, which is great. Aliens are do a lot better in vintage collection from what I've seen, but uh, whatever, that's a topic for another day. Um, I'm sure characters like Fennec Shand, uh, Nomad Boba Fett, and Cobb Vanth are coming in vintage collection. Mayfeld was an easy one for Black Series because it's just taking the existing Mud Trooper body, which we, so, you know, as our friend John Miko has been saying, and we've been saying we need a Mud Trooper that you can get so many, you can get a Mud Trooper Han, you can get a Trooper Transport. Be a high mileage figure. Yeah, Trooper Transport Din and Mayfeld out of there, which Black Series is already starting, so hopefully Vintage Collection will follow suit soon. Yeah. Because that would be awesome. You know, today, yeah, today was a win, guys. Happy beeps all around. Yeah, uh, yeah I, totally. You know, I, I, I'm glad. Of course, we need the Blurg, but Quill is an amazing start. And yes. of course we need, of course we need. We ba- still need a lot more. We need, we need a lot more. more. We we're, need, not, you know, we're not done. I'm not tapping no, out today. No, we're definitely not done. We need the bad batch, yeah. but you know. It's, it's been a good day. But it's the vibe is positive. Yeah. I think for us. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, yeah, today was a good day. And so we celebrate today and we continue the fight tomorrow. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Rejoice.
What a week, huh? Well, I hope you enjoyed us gabbing about it all together. Uh, I'm curious what you all think about the reveals. Are you guys feeling a bit more optimistic about the future of our beloved Heritage Scale? Uh, let us know over in the comments on the post for this episode over on our Instagram at SWTVC. And while you're at it, do yourself a favor and be sure to secure your pre-orders for these glorious upcoming figures and head on over to our amazing friends over at CTO Collectibles for the hookup. And be sure to use the promo code SWTVC10 at checkout for 10% off your order. We're always looking for new ways to connect with you all. And uh, I'm pleased to announce a new feature for the SWTVC podcast, Q&A. Head on over to our Instagram page and ask us anything in the comments on this episode's post. You want to know more about Carlo and his photography? Tyler and his army building? John and his card backs? How about Lewis and his playset concepts? Questions about TVC or anything three and three quarter inch related? Ask away. You can also submit questions by sending me an email at evan at swtvc.net. We'll make sure to answer as many questions as we can or want on upcoming episodes every week or two. Stay tuned for more new episodes in the coming weeks, including a long overdue episode we recorded a couple months back with the incredible Jake James of the Jake James Collection on Facebook. Uh, any of you guys familiar with Jimmy Kimmel's running bit about running out of time for Matt Damon on every episode? Yeah, I kind of feel like I should have been adding apologies to Jake James for running out of time on the sign-off for the past few episodes. Uh, anyways, it's a great chat and we can't wait to share it with you all soon. Uh, we also have a couple exciting things coming in the pipeline that we can't quite share details on yet, but I do have a feeling you guys will really enjoy it. Back to the topic of the reveals. This past Wednesday, I put together a 2021 so far post for the SWTVC Instagram page that includes the new batch of figures, and we will be taking a closer look at the TVC by the numbers for 2021 throughout the next couple weeks since we are at about the halfway point of the year. So be sure to keep checking in and joining the conversation. All right, it's been a while since I've done this little bit. Begging. Seriously, though, folks, if you enjoy our show, or at least tolerate us because you love TVC, please consider following us on Instagram and making sure you're subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you get your podcast from. It would also mean a lot to us and also help us out a bit if you wouldn't mind dropping us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. Uh, oh my god, I don't know why I typed a smiling emoji in my notes, so I guess just imagine I'm giving you a friendly, totally not creepy smile. As always, I'm Evan, and on behalf of the SWTVC team, back TVC, balance the scales Hasbro, finish the 96, keep 375 alive, apologies to Jake James for running out of time, and may the force be with you. 